Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Coming up on this episode of White Wine Question Time. I'm exhausted. After I, I get off all with you, <laughs> I've got I've got a dark wash to put on. I've got to make the dinner. I haven't even thought about ironing or dusting yet. <laughs> now then, Stuart first up to Tufnell. Oh, first and last. And Gat said to me, he said, listen, he said, listen, England are looking at you. He said, but they ain't going to bloody pick you. And Botham has him. Tuffnell has another wicket. It all became very dark and very cold in the house when she passed away, I'm afraid. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And my guest this week is an England cricket legend who's returning to the jungle 20 years after being crowned its king back in 2003 when he entered just weeks after retiring as one of cricket's greatest all-time bowlers. Since then, he's been a regular fixture on our radios and TVs covering the cricket, cutting a rug on the Strictly dance floor and as a much-loved, much-missed captain after 13 years on A Question of Sport alongside Matt Dawson and Sue Barker. An unlikely athlete, he chain-smoked throughout his playing years and arguably spent more time in the bar than the gym, but 
that never stood in the way of him becoming one of the greats of the sport. Playing county cricket for Middlesex for 16 years and representing England in over 60 international matches. Known as the cat in the sport, some say because of his lightning reflexes, others say because of his ability to sleep anywhere at any time, sometimes even on duty. He went on to become one of the greatest the sport's ever produced. A huge achievement for a lad from Islington who left the sport momentarily after his mother passed away when he was just 16, leaving his dad, Alan, to raise him and his brother alone. For the last 18 years, he's been happily married to Dawn, his third wife and the woman he describes as his soulmate which is evident to anyone who's spent any kind of time in their company, which I've been lucky enough to do. I really can't wait to catch up with him. You're in for a treat. Let's dial him up, shall we? It's Phil Tufnell. Hello, Phil. Hello, mate. How are you? I tell you what, I'm all the better for your generosity and hospitality. A box of 12 wines has arrived from, from you. I see you've got a Bacchus there. That goes very well. Like with curry um, uh, and sort of chai food, spicy food. And uh, that, that's a very good marriage with it, that the Bacchus goes beautifully with it. Yeah, that's why, that's why I decided to do that one, actually. I'm on the Shiraz. Oh, are you? Your Shiraz looks and smells very nice. Yes, it's, it's not too grippy. It's, not too, it's just nice and sort of subtle. It's not too grippy. These are all lifestyle wines, you see, because um, the, the, we, we got together during lockdown, actually, a mate of mine, and, and it, it was, that was everything about wine, and he said... Uh, do you fancy doing some wine and sort of donating it to the NHS and sort of, you know, they can get a split of it? I said, what a great idea. And then it's carried on from there and we, we sort of designed this. Is that how it started, Phil? Yes, 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 yes. So, um, ah. yeah, so we donated some of the proceeds then to the NHS and then he said, well, listen, you know, because cricketers and wine, you know, they sort of, they seem to go hand in hand, funnily enough. It's like Ant and Deck, they belong. Yes, there you go. Because, you know, we see we go to all these wonderful winemaking countries, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, all these great places. Yeah. So you always, I always when I toured, I always used to find myself in a winery. And then so we, so this so this mate of mine said, Well come on, let's let let's create a range. But we wanted to create it that um it, it sort of cut through all the sort of you know, what the hell, are you, you know, what do we do? You know, what am I, I'm going for Sunday lunch, what do I get? Oh, I'm going to have some seafood on a lovely hot sunny day, what am I going to do? Like that, so we've decided these lifestyle wines, and exactly this Shiraz, he said, well, what do you like doing, Phil? And I said, I love Sunday lunch with me mates. And he says, right, well, let's go and blend a lovely sort of Shiraz. And I said, what else do you like? I said, well, I like barbecues, you know, with me mates. Oh, I've got this lovely Tempranillo. Let's blend it together. And that's how it's sort of like... You know, it's a wine for every occasion that you want to do, you see. Phil, only you could come up with something like that. That's brilliant. You've paired the wines with your favourite social moments. Absolutely, that's right. And you're drinking that Bacchus, which is... Um, it's really nice, really light. Yes, which goes with the... Uh, the uh, actually, I like Thai and curry. And so he said, oh, I know what, let, let, let's I tell you something, there's some lovely Bacchus and let's blend a nice Bacchus to go with that. So it's got everything covered. Now, Phil, not only have you sent me some fine wines, almost following your, your cricket career, uh, but you've been back in the jungle, not in Australia this time, but South Africa. Uh, so how was that? And did you have to even think twice when they asked you? Oh, it was, it was great fun. I mean, and what a place. It was amazing. I mean, the landscape, the scenery, the animals, um, the people were all right as well, uh, but uh, who, I, who I was in the camp with, they were great fun as well, and we all got on pretty well. But, um, 
yeah, great fun. And, uh, you know, there was baboons wandering about and you could hear hippos and lions and giraffes were sticking their head over the fences and everything. It was awesome. It was brilliant. Loved it. How, how was it compared to 2003 and the Australian uh, camp that you you went on to win in? Yes, that's, uh, it was different. Obviously, it was very sort of closed in, the one in Australia, in the jungle, and sort of like it was all a little bit sort of thick and dense. This was a little bit more spread out, and you could sort of see things a little bit more. It, it, the, the, the one in Australia, I can remember just sort of like looking, sort of like I'd be lying in my bed and sort of looking over to where all this foliage was and you can just see sort of like things moving around in it. This was a little bit more spread out and uh, and it was it was great. I loved every minute of it. It was a great experience. It was a great experience in Australia and uh, you know and and it did disappoint uh, in in South Africa as well. It was it was gr- great fun. Great fun. Loved every minute of it. I can imagine that you became fast friends with the likes of Sean Ryder. Please oh, hysterical. He was a I knew you'd love him, Phil. He's funny, he's funny isn't he? <laughs> we had a great time. He's the, one the, of the, most... the thought streams are just brilliant, aren't they? The way he just he always He was one of the most sort of open, sort of honest man, uh, men I, I, I've ever met. He didn't sort of care about anything. He said, oh, you know, I've done this, you know, did this, or I've got this, or something's wrong with me here and all me back, you know. He... he, he <laughs> He just told it how it was. No airs and graces, just the truth. Just the honest truth with no sort of, you know, no no sort of trying to hide anything, good or bad. You know what I mean? He just was an open book. I loved him. I got on with him famously in there. He's a great man. I knew you two were here. We, yeah. We've had him on the show and he's yeah. not long had his ADHD diagnosis and he was just like, yeah. it was like walking around like a man that finally understood himself, you know? Absolutely, yeah, which I love, you know what I mean? I love that, just, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, paranoid about anything or worried about anything. He's just said, listen, this is me, you know, and uh, this is what I do, and this is, you know, as you said, I've got, I've got ADHD, I've got this, I've got that, or whatever. And, um, you know, it was just completely upfront about it, and I loved him for it. I mean, it was an amazing place. It was like, it was like, um, it was like sort of like the Grand, the Grand Canyon in reverse. It was like this massive escarpment, you know, thousands of feet up. It was, it was amazing. And um, if you looked, if you looked in the rocks closely enough, which me and Sean used to of an evening as the sun was setting, you could see all these faces appearing. <laughs> you know, all these amazing things would happen in these rocks, and it's quite famous. Are you sure you two weren't smoking anything? <laughs> but it's famous for it. You know, there's like, uh, you know, it, it, you know mm. it's like sort of the gods of, you know, like, you can imagine back in the day that this pl- this place was a very spiritual place, you know. You could feel it, you know. There was like these beautiful sort of waterfalls and ponds and these rocks, you know, and this atmosphere of it. You can imagine all these millions of years ago that people would have gone there and sort of looked at these sort of rocks and seen, you know, I, I can just imagine it was a very special place back in the day. I love the idea of you and Sean Ryder finding <laughs> spiritual comfort there. That's brilliant. <laughs> no, we had a great time. He's a top man, Sean. I loved him. And listen, you, you've been knocked off your feet, haven't you? You're having to look after Dawn while she recovers from a little op. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. After I, I get off all with you, <laughs> I've got I've got a dark wash to put on. 
I've got to make the dinner. I haven't even thought about ironing or dusting yet. You know, no. Put Dawn's had a, had a tough, had a tough sort of four or five weeks at the moment. She's just had a hip replacement, and uh, and as you know, Dawn, she loves all her fitness and her yoga. So it's been very frustrating for her. But listen, respect to the carers of this world. They, you know, oh the carers definitely amazed. They do an amazing job. I am absolutely shattered. Um, I've been up and down. I shouldn't have I got her a bell. That was a mistake. I shouldn't have got her a bell. <laughs> we, we must explain to the listener how this role reversal yeah. is, is. I mean, it's, it's, it's an epic role reversal, yeah? It is indeed. Well, Dawny looks after very well. She does, yeah. She does. She does. She's like the wind beneath your wings. Absolutely she is, Abso absolutely. But she's had this operation and she's sort of like, she can't move about great at the moment. So I've, I've, I've stood up to the plate and I'm, and I'm absolutely exhausted and shattered. But uh, hopefully she's turned the corner and she's on the bed. Oh, now, see, I, I had the pleasure of getting to know your good lady wife when we did the Strictly tour together many, many moons ago. Yeah. yeah. What fun we had there. I, I was I looked like an old potato naked. I was just covered in bruises. <laughs> and just just the same shade as a potato because we had so many fake tans. Do you remember all the hotels were getting pissed off with the fake tanning on the sheets? Well, I was I I think I I think I I think I treble dipped one day. I mean it was ridiculous. I mean I just came out like I'd been in Barbados for a year. I mean it, we had such fun there though. It was brilliant. And I thought, we did the O2, didn't we? Not the O2, um, or at Wembley That's or something. That's it, we did the O2. Did the O2? Yeah, we did both, actually. We did, we yeah. do the O2 and Wembley. I know, and I blessed, bless, I mean, God bless the punters who turned up because they saw me just going the wrong way. I was tripping over. Murdering every routine. <laughs> Thank God there were some decent dancers. Oh. But what was amazing, Phil, was that no matter how many times we did the routines, you never seemed to really learn them. No, I didn't. Well, I just, I found it, <laughs> I must admit, I found it tricky. You know, it's all about, you know, do you go on one or do you go on two or is it an eight count or a seven count or something? I mean, I can't even count anyway. I didn't bloody know which one it was, but, but it was great fun to be looked after by all the pros. You're back out on the road again this year, a second um, run actually, what? with um, Sue Barker and Matt Dawson, yes. and you're going around the country giving the people what they want, Phil, because people did not want to stop seeing you three, let me tell you. No, well, thank you very much. Uh, no, yes, we did it uh, a couple of years ago, uh, and it went brilliantly. As you say, um, everyone loved it, well, seemed to love it and enjoyed it and what have you, and so, uh, yes, we're getting the band back together. We're going to be like, you know, we're going to be like, take that. It's coming back together. <laughs> without the songs or the dancing. No, without the songs. Or oh, you tell me. Back together. But, I mean, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, as you say, we still keep in touch. And, uh, you know, we go out for the odd lunch and what have you. And uh, so it'll be great to uh, to hook back up with them. You know, you get to know people very well, as you say, when you work with them for 13 or 14 years. And so... Um, you know, we got on very, very well. All, all, all had very similar sort of senses of humour, and uh, yeah, loved every minute of it. So it's going to be great to get back and do it. And there's something about sort of stage, isn't there, and live and in theatres and what have you. It, yeah. it, it, it's great fun, isn't it? You know what I mean. And so, uh, can't wait for that. That's the impact you have on people when they come along and get to 
share an experience with you. So I would encourage anybody to pick up tickets for the tour because uh, you made my old man very happy. Well, yes, I mean, it, and it, but I'm very, very lucky like that. It, it, it's not just another day at the office, you know what I mean? It's like, I played cricket for my country and loved every minute of it. And then to go and be involved in it in the capacity of sort of commentating and then, you know, still being involved in it and still getting that buzz mm. every day... You know, when you turn up and you're sort of excited and there's a full house and you're, and you're in the commentary box and you're chatting and what have you, you get totally enthralled in it. So it, it's not a chore. It, it's not a chore at all. You know, every day something different happens and it's, uh, yeah, very lucky to be, be part of the old radio and the TV covering the cricket because uh, you see all your old mates there as well that you used to play with in the media yeah. box and everything. It, it is not another day in the office. Every day is wonderful. Very, very lucky. Right, well, I'm going to raise my backus to your Shiraz and we're yes. going to dive into the first question first. Let's have it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Over the years, you've been roommates with an unlikely bunch. Okay. Eclectic, I think, is the best way to describe them. The likes of Ian Botham on your cricket tours. You two, for some reason, somebody thought that was a good idea. That you should share a room. You've been jungle mates with John Fashionu and Wayne Sleep. And then on the Strictly Tour bus, there was the likes of me, Denise Van Out and Lisa Riley. Expanding that out across... Um, a very interesting uh, life and career. Who have been the most illuminating and educating of all the people you've been thrown together with, Phil? Blimey, all right. Well, when I roomed with Ian Botham, he was never there. It was like having a single room. He's <laughs> 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 in the bar. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I reckon you roomed with him just because he made you look moderate. <laughs> Uh, who was the most illuminating? Why, crikey, all right. The ones that taught you a lot or made you made you think, you know? Yes, well, i tell you something. Michael Atherton. Michael Atherton, uh, Manchester Grammar and Cambridge University. Um, 
you know, I'd be sitting there sort Is of... Is he like, really? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be sitting there sort of what, um, watching cartoons on the telly and he'd be we- reading War and Peace, you know, as we're sort of trying to... <laughs> <laughs> With a knife. You're watching Super Ted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he used to go toughers, for God's sakes. And so he tried to get me sort of like into all that. Yeah, there's been, I mean, you know, everyone has their own little things, don't they? Everyone brings something different to the party. And that's what we did on mm. tour. They tried to sort of mix us with everyone. So you, you, you could take little bits out of different people. So, uh, yeah, be very, very lucky. I mean, and in the jungle, well, in the jungle, you're just in, you, you, you're just, nose to tail with everyone aren't you you know but you are forced to converse with them in a way that you're not on a cricket tour like you can just escape people on a cricket tour in the jungle there's no hiding you have got to listen to john fashionu stories yes do you know what i mean otherwise you're rude <laughs> you can't keep leaving the campfire no fash was great though i got on very well with john as well and uh and I could see why he, he was captain of that crazy gang, you know, that Wimbledon side that went to Wembley and beat that, you know, fantastic Liverpool side 1-0. I, I, I could see how, you know, he, he was a leader, you know, he was a leader. And I, I, I sort of, I looked up to John a little bit, you know, he's you know, a great big bloke and strong, but very funny, but then also very sort of understanding as well. But I can understand why sort of he was made captain, you know. He was he was a he was sort of an inspirational guy, John, and good fun. So I, I liked him mm. very much as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, in the in the jungle, as you say, oh, you well, are you are in that sort of close confine. But I, I quite like it. I like talking to people. You know, I'm quite a sociable little chap, really. You know what I mean? Trying to keep a smile on your face, you know. And... You treated being around the campfire about like being around the pool in a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> you just well, was you so sociable <laughs> and affable. I know. Just have a little chat. And, and as you say, when you're in a team environment, which, which, which I have been all my life, I think that's why the sportsmen do quite well, is that, you know, you're used to sort of like the, the highs and the lows of people's emotions and what have you. And, you know, you're always, you know, you're, 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 you know, if someone's had a bad day and on the field, you know, you sort of try and pick them up, you know, and and, and you sort of like, you know, you want to try and sort of like, you know, help them mm. out a little bit. So it, it comes quite naturally to sportsmen, I think. As you say, being in a team environment, I've always liked that. So it, it, it's not a problem to me, really, having to sit down and have, I can have a chat about absolutely nothing, honestly. You know, just waffle away. I quite enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> What about the people within the sport that were the most educating and illuminating? Uh, well, um, obviously, when you first start out, I was very lucky at Middlesex to have some very good senior players. You know, uh, that's how you did it. Nowadays, you've got all these different coaches mm. and DVDs and analysis and all this kind of stuff. And you know, but it, back in the day, it was just sort of like who the senior boys were. And I was very lucky with the likes of Mike Gatting and John Embry at Middlesex who sort of thankfully saw a little bit of something in me. And, uh, you know, even though I sort of, you know, perhaps gave them kittens, you know what I mean? You know, I, I, I think they saw that, you know, that I could, they, there might have been a few rough edges that they could sort of knock off and uh, I'll, I'll be forever grateful for them. And, you know, and, uh, and I'd like to think that I repaid them a little bit. You know, I did pretty well for Middlesex and what have you, but very lucky then to have sort of senior people to go to that you trust, you know. There's a lot of people yeah. in, in in sport that when things are, are you know when things are going great that's fine but when things aren't going so great 
lots of people, and I do it myself in the media, you know, and commentate. You have to, you know, sort of, uh, you know, sort of say why this bloke keeps getting out and should he be dropped and shouldn't he be dropped yeah. and what have you. You if, have to offer an opinion on why you think that is, yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's almost your job, you know. And so, um, mm. so lots of people have an opinion and you can sometimes sort of like be going to so many people with advice and you get so much advice that sometimes one advice, one bit of advice I would give to young players is that, is that two or three very trusted people that you respect their sort of judgment and they're the people to go to when things aren't going so well because otherwise you just get inundated and you just sort of like get in this sort of cloud and haze, you know. So um, I was very lucky in that respect. Yeah, it's good to have a trusted hand on your shoulder, isn't it? Absolutely. Someone supports you, someone who's got your back and someone who actually tells you honestly what they think, you know what I mean? They're not just a yes or a no man, you know what I mean? They actually say, you know, they, they try to help you, genuinely try to put you back on the right sort of path. Literally, it's like you've read the next question, Phil, because that takes me very, very nicely into yeah. question number two. I wanted to talk about your dad because he stands out as somebody that's been the making and saving of you in so many ways. Uh, the making of you because of his encouragement, his sacrifice and his commitment to help you make it in cricket. And the saving of you because, well, when your mum died, you say yourself, you went off the rails, you left the sport, got a motorbike, was expelled from school. You say everything became a bit pointless. And thankfully, my dad dragged me out of it and tried to point me down the right path. All of a sudden, it was just me, my dad and my brother, three fellas, wandering about not knowing what to do you have to sit down and get yourself together and sort of move on a bit and I became very close to my dad then he ran the family so I wondered Phil if you could tell me a little bit more about your dad and that time because it sounds like a very key time in your life and also about the people that set you on the right path and maybe pulled you back from making some wrong turns along the way yeah I mean yeah it, it was a tricky old time you know as you say my mum was a was a fantastic woman and uh, you know really sort of led us all you know you know she was the driving force really you know and mm. uh when you know it all became all became very dark and very cold in the house when she passed away i'm afraid you know and uh and uh yeah my father um you know had to had to keep everything going really it was funny actually because um he sort of then said listen you know what i mean you know I can't force you. I can't force you. I'm going to take you every, you know. He took me as a boy, as he said, stood on the touch lines, freezing, bloody cold in football, you know what I mean? So lucky, you know, to have that sort of support and what have you. But then, you know, when I went off the rails a little bit, he said, you know, listen, you know, I can only point you in the right direction, you know, in the, what I think is the right direction. But, you know, if you want to go in a different direction, you know, I can't bloody stop you, boy. You know what I mean? So, but then thankfully... I then went to work with him at a silversmith's factory, you know, hammering pots and pans, and I, and I was a good silversmith because that's mm. what his, um, his, his trade was. And uh, I became this good sort of silversmith, and I was, you know, earning my first wage packet and everything, and sort of going down the pub at lunchtime with all the, all the smiths and all the polishers and everything like that and what have you. And, um, but then my dad said, he, he said one day, he said, I walked past you at the bench, you know, and I was smashing these pots and pans, getting all the deads out of them and everything. And he said, son, he said, your eyes have gone dark. He said, um, he said to me, oh. I'm going to give you, he said, I'm going to give you um, a full day's pay and I've organised a trial down at Lord's and it's only two hours. You've got to get there at 10 and it's finished by 12. 
and even I could do the maths on that one. I went, hold on, a full day's pay, a full day's pay, and all I've got to go down. I love that that's your first thought, Phil. Yes, a full day's pay, and all I've got to do is run about and have a little game of cricket. Well, I think I'll do that. So, so he then took me. I'm in. He dropped me off. He dropped me off, and I and I sort of did this trial, and I and I and I got in. I got in, thankfully. And then uh, it sort of then started from there. So if my dad had sort of given up on me and I was doing all right in the business and what have you, but thankfully he still then, that was his last throw of the dice sort of thing to try and get me to this line and playing the sort of, you know, following the sun. And he said, you don't want to be hammering pots and pans all day, boy, you know what I mean, for for 50 years. He said, I've done that all my life, you know what I mean? He said, and it was great and and, and it was a good living and what have you but he said just give it one more go and that was the last throw of the dice and thankfully it worked so I will be forever in his debt so he really I mean that's 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 what I got from that is that he was the kind of the saving of you the making of you he pulled you off the wrong path and put you on the right one and you know we're so lucky that we have people that come into our lives and can do that as I mean has anybody else been as influential do you think in terms of helping you to turn the right way rather than the wrong way yeah Dawny Dawny for sure you know what I mean yeah I mean you know God knows what I'd have been up to if I hadn't met Dawn Um, so yeah they're two very very special people in my life obviously my mum she passed away Um, and uh, yeah so my dad and Dawn (laughs) the D's all the D's double D double D double D dishwasher that's what we've got Double D. You've got to get That's what you D. are at the moment, Phil. You've got to have two, two <laughs> dishwashers. Thank God I've got two dishwashers. What was it about Dawn that made you stop and become the man that you are as opposed to the man you were on track to become? Because you did. she changed you profoundly, didn't she? Uh, yeah. Uh, loyalty and honesty. There you go. Loyalty and honesty. And good fun. Great fun. Mm. And very attractive. <laughs> no, um, no, I would say, <laughs> um, no, uh, I would probably say uh, loyalty and honesty, without a shadow of a doubt. If um, uh, if Dawn says she's going to do something, she does it, and uh, and, uh, and does it with uh, enthusiasm, and you know goes for everything with the determination, even if it's, I don't know, painting a wall or something, you know what I mean? Make sure she does it to the mm. best she can do. Yeah, she's, when sometimes perhaps I could be a little bit slapdash and always looking perhaps for a sort of a shortcut or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> and a way out. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but Dawn, if she puts her mind to something and she says she's going to do it, she does it. and I And I respect that. Uh, immensely and as you say loyalty and honesty is right up there for me and uh, and she's got that in spades You speak with such affection about Dawn and you got how long have you how many years you've been married now or is that a bad question to ask a man two glasses of wine in no, well, we've got married. Oh, it must be, oh, it must be 15 or 16 years. Shall I Google it, Phil? Yeah, it must be 15. I've done terrible. 18 years. There you go. Loved every minute of it. Love her every more. Okay. E- lo- lo- love her more each day. Do you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think she gets more beautiful each day. I really, really do. I'm a very lucky lad. 
I hope she can hear you from uh, upstairs where she's oh, laying out, waiting to ring her bell to get you a, get a cup of tea upstairs. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. No, I'm very There's a few in the bank after this chat, Phil. You've done really well. <laughs> Before we move on to my next and final question, I just wanted to pick up on Mike Gatting and... Um, some of the senior players, are, um, I think you mentioned John before, at yeah. Middlesex, who you said saw the potential in you. I think you, you rem you've recalled before turning up in the Middlesex dressing room for the first time wearing earrings, you had long hair, yeah. you're wearing winkle picket, pickers, uh, you had a mad jacket on <laughs> and everybody just looked up at you like, what the hell has just walked in? And they yeah. saw beyond that didn't they well yeah i mean it was a very sort of um old school tie a little bit back in the day you know turning up mm. to lords to play for middlesex i had a ponytail and earrings and everything and everyone went <laughs> they, they, they bloody let me in they wouldn't let me in and i'm saying well, what? <laughs> shut up really <laughs> actually you know you've signed me you said, <laughs> i've got to come in because i'm they would let you in <laughs> you know get out without a tie and a blazer on and, uh, you know, and I perhaps had a sort of a rebellious streak a little bit, perhaps even sort of like an anti-establishment sort of streak a little bit, perhaps back in the day, <laughs> you know, and sort of, didn't you can't tell me what to bloody do and all this kind of stuff and that. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily get you anywhere, you know. And I can remember Gat. Gat said to me one day, because he, 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 I had this great big ponytail back in the day. I mean, it looked... <laughs> Ridiculous, you know what I mean? And I was scruffy and I had an earring and everything like that. And Gat said to me, he said, listen, he said, listen, he said, uh, England are looking at you. He said, but they ain't going to bloody pick you if you've got this stupid earring and you keep, you know, messing about and, you, you know, you're not sort of towing the line a little bit, you know what I mean? And you have to get your bloody hair cut. And he took me, he took me down to the barbers, sort of like a like a screaming <laughs> child, you know what I mean? Under his arm, sort of, sort of stick, sort of stick. And he took me down to this hairdresser's, plopped me in, plopped me in the, uh, plopped me in the in the barber's chair, and he sort of said, right, give this. You know, give this bloke a short back to the sides, you know what I mean? And I was going, oh, this is outrageous. You can't tell me what to do. If, you know, it's not about just having a haircut, you know, you should be picked on merit and everything like that. He said, listen, just listen to me. And I, and I went, oh, all right, then, like that. And then two weeks later, like two weeks later, I was selected for England. So he kind of no, knew what he was talking about. He's right. Yeah, so he kind of knew what he's talking about. And then those kind of things slowly. I suppose they sort of mature you a little bit, don't they? You know, and you yeah. can't just keep running about, messing around and, you know, rubbing people up the wrong way and having a surly face or something. You know what I mean? You have to sort of then, I suppose it's all part of growing up a little bit, isn't it? You know? It is. It is exactly that. It's, yeah. you know, especially when you get a call up like that to, to the England yeah. team. Yeah. You just, you've got to man up in that moment and grow up, haven't you? You, you know, you've got to stop. Yeah. Piss and, arsing and about like a boy and start acting like a man. Exactly. And perhaps, you know, that's exactly what they sort of then taught me a little bit because I was, you say, running about, you know, it's sort of like late teens and in my early 20s, like a, you know, just like a little, little, little boy, really. You know what I mean? And if you start, want to start playing with the big boys, you know what I mean? You have to start acting like them. Well, exactly, which you did. Yeah, but you still got to keep. You still got to have a little glint in your eye. You know what I mean? You still got. Phil, I've been on tour with you. I know that you've got a glint in your eye. <laughs>
There you go. <laughs> right, you ready for your last question? Go on. It's a simple one. Oh, good. Or is it? Thank God. Which one song, one object and one photograph could sustain you forever? If that's all you were left with in the world. Uh, one object, one photograph, one song. One song. Uh, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. That was a song. Moment of Norwich. You're just too good to be true. I see. You're just too good to be true. That one. So that would be that. Um, and and why is that? Um, well, because I could just I just remember um, uh, our wedding party, our wedding party when it came on. <gasps> You know, and we was all sitting there, and we was, we had all our, all our mates around and everything in a sort of marquee in the garden, and it's yeah, as you say, it sort of starts off, you know, you're just too good to be true, and we're all dancing like that. And it goes, yeah, and yeah, the place works. Do you know what though? That sort of scores you as a human being, Phil. It's all soft and lovely and cuddly and full of emotion, and then it's right up for the party on the chorus. That's you in a nutshell. And then, and then, all, and then all the glasses were going, and all the all the cakes. Were... <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. Uh, so that's the song. What was that's it? That's your song, is it? You and Dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sums me up. Yeah, that's nice. That. I love uh, that. What was the other one? A, a picture. One object. Oh, an object? Yeah, you can have a photograph and an object. Okay, uh, well, I've, can, can I have two objects? Go on then. Go on then. I've, I've, uh, my mum uh, gave me a St. Christopher, a gold St. Christopher. And uh, crikey, that would have been all oh, blimey, I don't know, 45 years ago or something like that. And, I've, and I still wear it, uh, especially when I travel oh. like that. So I, and that's sort of like the one thing that I've kept over all of, all of these years. Um, so that would be that. Wow, that's lovely, Phil. Gosh, yeah. she gave you that. I mean, St. Christopher is there to keep you safe on your travels. Is that right? Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. So she gave me that. To keep just... you safe wherever you are. Is that... yeah, yeah, that's right. And so uh, she gave me that just as um, as she was sort of like uh, passing. Um, and then and also my wedding ring. My wedding ring. I've never had a wedding ring. Um, and, I've, and, and, uh, and I've got a wedding ring with Dawn and I never take it off. So they're my two sessions. <gasps> I'm making myself. Oh, well, sad. of course you can have both so of those. Sad. It's sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What happened to this hell racer? <laughs> <laughs> Where's he gone? You're like that, clutching, literally clutching your pearls. But that's there's special memories attached to those. That's your mum that you're wearing around your neck, and your yeah. wife yeah. that you're wearing on your your wedding finger. That's yeah. Amazing! They're, they're amazing yeah. women that have shaped you. Absolutely. So wherever wherever you are on the in the world, even though necessarily you can be on your own, and you know, and or you know, miles away from your loved ones and everything, they're they're, they're always there. So that's that's my two objects. Your greatest protectors like it. Uh, what about the photograph? One photograph. If you had to pick one picture that you could look at forever, what would it be? Flighty. Blimey. I mean, there's so many great photographs. I mean, I've got family photographs when I was a boy and married to Dawn and everything. Well, I'm going to go a little bit off-piste off here. I'm going to say... Go on. 
um, a photograph of me at the Oval when I bowled Australia out. There you go. Yeah. Bowled Australia That's out. That's got to it's, be a moment. It was called the Pepper Grinder. It's, it's actually, yeah, I've got it on my boy ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's when uh, I bowled Australia. And it's like I'm doing a little jig, like I'm doing a little jig. And it, yeah, that one, uh, that one's, I think that one, the sports photograph of the year. So um, that, that, that's a, a, that, that was a good memory as well. But there's so many photographs I've got, which I hold very, very dear. That's a good one, though, Phil. Yeah, we'll take that one. We'll take that one. Just, just so I can remember that I did actually used to play a bit of cricket. <laughs> <laughs> it, a the, bit of cricket memory fades you know the memory fades Phil done it just done it. Isn't it I mean getting old is a privilege I get that especially when we think you know about those that don't make it to old years or they, old age yeah um, but blimey it didn't slow you down didn't it well it does a little bit yeah it does a little bit now I know I know the aches the pains it's, yeah, it's going to be like like we're going on this tour with 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 uh, with Matt and Sue. You know, it's going to be one glass of red in the bar and then bed <laughs> after the show. That no, that <laughs> that's not you. <laughs> but you know what, Phil? You're right because after a show, I mean, you start going well off stage at half ten. Blimey, it's already getting on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might just go back for a cocoa, Phil. I love talking to you. Um, I'm going to come and see you on tour if, if you'll have me. Absolutely. Uh, with Sue yes. and, and Matt. And Where I'm going to bring my dad, if that's all right. Yes, absolutely. Whereabouts are you? Well, London or Cheltenham. Oh, well, there you go. London well, or Cheltenham. I'm sure we'll, we're, we're, we're going up and down the country, so by all means, drop us a line and uh, you'll be VIP. If there are, if there, I don't know whether there's a VIP place. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like the Strictly Tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, if people want to buy your wines, they're available at yes. Virgin Wines. Is that right? Yeah. Virgin, uh, Virgin Wines. Yes, get them there. Uh, it's lovely. It's a great drop, and uh, very, very drinkable. I promise you, kids, it really is. <laughs> this isn't vinegar with a celebrity photo on. No. This is be- This is fine wine. Yes, it is, and it's my blend. It's just not a bottle of wine with my face on it. It's actually how how I like my wine to be. Well, I think you should run Dawn one up now. See if, yes, see if you can't oil those hips up. <laughs> and don't forget that dark wash. And <laughs> I'm really looking forward to watching how it plays out for you in South Africa. Um, and thank you so much for joining me today. I, I do always love talking to you. You're a, you're a gent. Pleasure to see you again. Okay, lovely to see you, mate. Uh, my huge thanks to Phil. And don't forget, if you want to go see Matt, Sue and Phil on tour with Extra Time, uh, tickets are available wherever you buy your tickets. And his wine, which is mighty fine, let me tell you, is available exclusively from Virgin Wines. And if you fancy more great conversations with former jungle campmates, then why not listen to the episode we dropped last Tuesday in our Something from the Cellar edition, featuring Sean Ryder, Vicky Patterson and Scarlett Moffat. To make sure it finds its way to your feed, just hit the follow or subscribe button if you haven't already. Thanks for listening. I'll be back Friday with a brand new guest. White Wine Question Time is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.